0: I mean, sure, you're sure, like a sure. hipster now, like. No, no. You got the hipster scarves happening. and the hat on, and. Sure. This bites discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture with Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine oh. and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast, with the hosts, food and dining critic for Milwaukee Magazine and the Evervescent Ann Christensen, and yours truly a.k.a. The Architect. This week on This Bites, we're going to talk about all things scones, a new burger joint uh, started by a couple of celebrities coming to Third Ward, an Argentinian wine dinner, and the 37th Taste of Milwaukee, to name it a few things we're talking about on this week's edition of This Bites. But we us going to kick it off. Let's talk about the headline from okay. Milwaukee yes, Magazine. Yes,
1: let's
0: do um, Which gravitated me to why I want to talk about <laughs> it. Because as you know, uh, the new season of Game of Thrones coming out. So there's a headline. It's called Game of Scones. Yes,
1: uh, I was been wanting to do this story since I started talking about this headline and Game, You're a of, Game Scon- of Thrones fan. Yeah, and okay. Game of- and Game of Thrones has been on for how many years? I don't know. Yeah, five long. years? I don't. know. Whatever. <laughs> you don't watch it. I do. I mean, isn't it a great name for a story yeah, though? It's a great Game story. of Scones. Mm-hmm. But so then, okay. That being said, I had to think about. Well, if it's a Game of Scones what is this story about is it about a ranking of really good scones in Milwaukee I did do kind of that okay went around town trying to find the best scone because making a good scone or like you know putting out a good scone is is apparently really challenging Mm. it's hard to find a good scone I think you'd probably say it's hard to find a good biscuit which we will explain a little bit about the differences there so anyway I looked at um some of the scones in town yes there are scones. Most Some people think that scones are muffins. I, I don't I don't get yeah. that. But they're a relative of
0: the biscuit. Yeah.
1: They are not a biscuit, but they're a relative. Yeah.
0: Originated in England?
1: Yeah, or maybe Scotland. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think it's pronounced differently. Scon. I've oh. heard that too. I think that they are drier than biscuits.
0: They're not as buttery or rich. They're
1: well, rich. unless they have like chunks of chocolate, yeah, and as, then it's rich. By itself, but, I don't
0: think it's as rich no. as
1: um, you know, sometimes it comes in like sweeter, savory varieties. Mm. Biscuits are just—it's a plain biscuit, biscuit yeah. right?
0: Mm-hmm. So, and uh, and there's no yeast. I notice. No, like they use baking powder as it's a, the quick, it's lever, a quick, it's a quick agent,
1: which is the same as a biscuit. Yeah. Okay, but that also presents a problem because if they are, you know, they come out dry, they don't have a long shelf life. So, they get you, hard. Yeah, so they really are only good right that the very day mm-hmm. they're made.
0: So what is your round? That's up? a challenge. So where's the ones that find the best scones in Milwaukee?
1: I'm a fan of Stone Creek's mocha scone. Usually they have about three kinds yeah. that I've seen. They've got like a like a power scone. There's another scone that is um, like a date scone, I think. It's like some cinnamon date, and then they have this mocha one. So that came out as number one. Then Miss Molly's, which is a bakery out in uh, Milwaukee near Wauwatosa, they have a very nice lemon rosemary scone. Wow, that sounds um,
0: delightful. So it's like a little tea.
1: It goes great with tea. It's a little citrusy, <clears throat> and then there's the flavor of fresh rosemary in it. Mm. Kind of nice. Kind of nice. Um... And it has this sort of bumpy crust on the outside, too, that's sort of, mm. you, you know, you can like those little craggly yeah. edges and you can kind of break them off. I like that. You've been over to Batches, right?
0: Yes. Batches Bakery? I've had Batches. I don't think I've been over there. I've had stuff from. Okay, it. So, been over
1: there. Um They have a nice, savory cheddar scallion scone. If oh, you savory. Do, it's a savory. If you like something a little, you know, not sweet, you will like mm. that savory dimension. And it's not too cheesy. It's a just, I mean, oh, it's. Nice. I like that. Yeah, it has a nice. It, it has a really nice balance of the onion flavor and the cheese. A Not nice too little, much. Maybe
0: a little hint of ro- roasted garlic would be kind of nice.
1: But it's nice and tender, and it has. It just has a really nice texture.
0: You want to read the rest of the selection? Just head over to uh, Milwaukee Magazine to see what else that Anne picked in her game of scones. Well, that was our discussion on uh, some of the best places to find scones in Milwaukee. To hear the rest of the discussion about that and the rest of the things we talk about on this episode of This Bites head over to RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by You A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. We're back On This Bites, Milwaukee's Culinary Podcast. And Tariq talking about all things food and culinary in Milwaukee. Uh, Let's talk about a, you know, we rarely talk about chains coming to Milwaukee. We talked about Shake Shack. We talked about some of the more popular kind of cool chains that come to Milwaukee for the first time. But there's a new one uh, recently uh, announced they're coming to Brookville. Now they're going to come to um, Third Ward Um, called Wall Burgers. You familiar with Wall Burgers?
1: Uh, I only know of it as a you know, a chain that exists. I've never tried one of their burgers. And I know that the owners are Family Operator. Yeah, the Wahlberg. The famous <laughs> Wahlberg
0: brothers. Mark and Donnie and their brother, which is a They're, chef.
1: Yeah, their brother's a chef. I had no idea.
0: So it's a burger chain, kinda some of the Shake Shack kind of thing. It's coming to third ward. Uh it's gonna be wow, it's a Big space, 5,300 square yeah, feet. Yeah,
1: it's 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 that space that, that they've been working on for, it's the old Gennaro Brothers Produce wow. Warehouse. It's it's across the street. It's a huge. It's next to Benelux, okay? Yeah. So, yeah, across the street from That's a huge Wicked space. Hop. And I know it's a huge space. So,
0: 322 North Broadway uh, announced uh, early this week. It doesn't say when. I'm going to try to find a date. So, I assume it's going to be happening this year. Don't announce it. Here. But, you know, they serve uh, burgers and fish sandwiches. But I was looking at a website, and I was just trying to figure out what kind of things they would serve. Cause I'm, I, I remember hearing about this a long time ago. Forgot about them. Then it all popped up again because they're opening one in, in Brookfield and now here. On uh, their website, they have a Latin Spice Winter Burger, which is a burger spiced with cumin, chili, paprika, queso fresco, homemade chili, crunchy corn tortillas, homemade sriracha, honey, and garlic mayo. That's That's... A lot of flavors on a burger.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I love burgers, but you kind of lost me when you when you know yeah. when when it was more than like three extra ingredients. Yeah, it's a little maybe a little too much. Um, what's a small? Oh, the small burger is for kids. It's
0: kids, so they have, that's cute. Have a grilled cheese with government. What? wonder are they these government cheese? I don't is know. Is it really government cheese? Do they get government cheese? Because it's different than American cheese. It is. Yeah. There was a NPR story about government cheese. The inspector for government cheese, but
1: like, it's still processed cheese.
0: Yeah, but he's an inspector that it has to meet a certain quality of milk and dairy and flavors and so color, and oh. like if it does not meet those criteria, as they will reject it. It was a really it's guy's job inspecting cheese to become government cheese. Mm. Like I didn't know there's this real like stringent strict standard for government cheese.
1: I I don't know anything. about But I'm about curious, that, like cheese. it's different.
0: There is. American cheese and there's government
1: cheese. You know, there's government cheese on their mac and cheese too.
0: So I'm curious that they really do get government labeled cheese.
1: I don't know. For this. Do you think maybe Donnie or Mark will come here before the opening and we can talk to them about it? I, I mean, know. I know they're not the chef, but they're brothers. They're all part of this. They might have a lunch this thing. This group.
0: I mean, they're not not too busy in movies lately, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, Don isn't Donnie and New Kids on the Block? Unfortunately. I think they they're touring again. They're uh, touring, yeah. 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 Um, so what's they're interesting? They're here. I know. Okay. What's interesting about this location, and I'm talking specifically the Third Ward one, is that it is only uh, about a block from Shake Shack.
0: Uh, 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 another competitor. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder what's going to happen there.
1: I I don't know. I'm sure mm. the burgers are different. The menu obviously yeah. is really different. But they don't have. They don't do. S- at its core, they're still burgers.
0: Yeah. I don't think they do smash burgers, or do they? It doesn't look like the pictures don't look like smash. Like, Shake Shack is smash, you know. No, they don't look like smash burgers yeah, so at maybe all. That's I think it's
1: a different style. But, gosh, does that just mean that this city, I mean, can support a lot of burger joints? I mean, like, there's there are a lot of choices for burgers. Well, three. in
0: 2020, uh, there's a big thing happening, so maybe... You know, we heard about the announcement earlier this yeah, week. Of course, you know, yes. Big convention yes. coming to town, so maybe that's, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, let's move to uh, away from the Argentina. chain and talk about a local establishment, Third Coast Provisions, uh, really good seafood restaurants, doing a Argentinian wine dinner next week, March 20th. Uh, I got the courses to talk about, so uh, let's. I just want to read this. It's kinda cool. It may come as a surprise, but Argentina is the world's fifth largest wine producer. Did you know that?
1: I didn't know that it was fifth largest, but oh. I know a lot of wines come out of ah. Argentina.
0: Though they may be underappreciated by some, it's not for a lack of quality. Argentina has a rich and fascinating history of viticulture spanning, how had to use that term really, spanning <laughs> almost 500 years, of myriad of <laughs> styles and techniques. They're more than just Malbecs. Although most of their wines or was historically consumed within their own borders, a combination of factors that led to a colossal increases in export volume and quality over the last few decades. So, the they, Third Coast provisions are, are joining uh, importer Janine Pullman, whose extensive travels allowed her to work directly with the producers she represents in Argentina to uh, celebrate the food and wine of South America's Sleeping giant. So, I was kind of reading that word for word. There are five courses, and this is March 20th, Third Coast provision. First course is a, uh, the wine is a cruzat brut. Is that like a champagne kind of sparkling? It's sparkling, yeah. yeah. Uh, Argentinian pizza, cheese curd empanada, soft herbs, and a chilled tomato jam. Uh, <laughs> roasted veal, sweetbreads, English peas, brown butter, hazelnut. With I love Meyer lemons. <laughs> the other course is a tortellini a di humita, sweet corn. Damn it, third course. I can't pronounce. Quanchali. Quanchali. Why don't you read the rest of these?
1: Cave-aged goat cheese and crema. So it's, the that's South. the pasta course. And did you mention that it's? With a tinto or 2016 Tinto de Casa Malbec. No. Okay, so that's well, Malbec is a very well known varietal yeah. wine out of Argentina. Mm. That's third course. Every time I hear
0: Malbec, I think of an expensive car.
1: Oh, an expensive car.
0: It just sounds like a. I a just car. think of
1: a full bodied red wine. Fourth course is a grilled beef cheek lomito style with spring onion chimichurri, chorizo, Spanish bread hash, aged provolone, and a cur- uh, cured egg yolk. With another Malbec, a 2017 Ricatelli Party Malbec. And then the fifth course, Okay, we don't know the dessert yet. That's TBA.
0: I thought TBA is a type of Argentinian dessert. (laughs)
1: Uh So that's uh, March 20th, 7 to 9.30 p.m. And if you haven't signed up, well, better do it soon.
0: Yeah, so looks good. Uh, next up is, uh, which I haven't been to this thing. I didn't know there's been 37 annual. I've never been to it either. thirty well, seven. it's
1: older than I, it's much older than I am.
0: Oh, for sure. I, I wasn't even born. Um, 37th annual Taste of Milwaukee, March 21st, day after the Argentinian wine dinner. So you can have like a little food weekend, um, at the ICC Italian Community Center over here in, um, your Summerfest grounds. Uh, so basically it's kind of like, you know, most big tasting events, you go around different booths yeah, and get little sampling. So apparently it's going to have over 20 of Milwaukee's area's restaurants will be serving their signature dish, which is kind of interesting. So they're not making stuff up like most places might make something different. They'll be serving their dish they're known for mm-hmm. and a dessert samples. Plus there'll be live music, entertainment, some raffles. One thing I love about events at the ITC free parking.
1: Wow. Which Look is rather rare free lately, you know. Parking. They're right. also saying bring your cell phones.
0: So there's bidding. Uh, mobile, mobile bidding. You know. Wow.
1: So, should we mention some of the places that yeah. are going to be at this taste of? Saz's,
0: State House, Mr. B's, Steakhouse, Joey Gerard Supper Club, Cafe Benelux, Loduca Wines, Holy Land Grocery and Deli, lovely and tasty walking taco. I never don't
1: know what. I've never heard of that company. Huh. Did you see Holy Land? Holy Land. Grocery.
0: I love their food. Yeah, Soul Boxer. They make those uh, bottled old fashions, which is really good. Oh, right. They have the brandy and the bourbon. I haven't had the bourbon yet, but I have the brandy. The bourbon is came it, out last year, I think.
1: And I'm assuming you can just get it at just yeah, local at, at, at liquor stores When or I first something. saw them, it was,
0: it, there were a few places now. They're everywhere. Okay. Wisconsin Company. A Grige patisse, Patisserie? Grage. Yeah, Grige. Yeah, that's
1: a little patisserie in Walker's Point near uh, the Iron Horse
0: Hotel. Okay. Thunder Bay Grill, uh, the chain uh, Famous David Barbecue foxfire food truck rolling dough it's almost food truck season oh hey.
1: yeah yeah
0: so yeah that's um march 21st at the icc 37th annual taste of milwaukee uh next up in the final event for this week's edition of this bite it's another wine dinner at uh i'll let you talk about
1: that <laughs> because it's at a french uh bakery north shore boulangerie up in shorewood they're going to be doing their first evening wine dinner i know they Occasionally do cooking classes I've never known them To do a wine dinner So yes It's their first one Saturday the 23rd 7pm And they're going to be Exploring um, The coastal Loire Valley And Bordeaux regions I'm going to throw Something out there I don't like to You know You know they're Talk about myself I just don't like to do that But I have been to th- I've been to the Loire Valley Okay um, When I was in France And it's beautiful It's beautiful They're known for a lot Of white wines
0: Okay I love and white wines yeah. So I anyway. I just stain my teeth.
1: Yeah. But they're going to have, they're, they're going to be looking at two regions, the Bordeaux and Loire. So they're going to start out with a reception. Um, and I guess members of Alliance Francaise are going to be there. and Professional sommeliers are going to be available to discuss the culture and cuisine and the viticulture.
0: Okay. That's the second time I've seen that word. Stop um,
1: it is. <laughs> it's the grape growing uh, yeah, uh, culture of... Of of the Loire Valley and the Bordeaux no, region, just, so
0: just trying to be fancy.
1: They're gonna have um, they're gonna have some things to nibble on, uh, and they're gonna have champagne and cognac-scented pate on toasted baguettes, um, and it sounds like they're also gonna have snails, um, and then they're gonna move on to uh, there's a clam soup with root, root vegetables and a smooth cream sauce served with soft buttery brioche buns, and it's gonna be served with a chateau de Templier muscadet
0: I love those type of wines muscadet the grapes muscats yeah they go like my, when i used to go my grandparents somehow they grew in alabama or had them in alabama those I, grapes the, the grapes the texture they're the really sweetness sweet, aren't they yeah. like the texture's not even like typical grapes it's like candy almost i love those grapes
1: okay so the fish course poisson i know that's fish uh, mussels steamed in a fennel and saffron cream broth with a served with a crusty baguette mm mm-hmm. And that's going to be served with a 2016 Domaine Hubert Brochard Sancerre. Mm. I think I actually just said that right, but I might be wrong. Okay. Then their entree is going to be a filet de boeuf en croute. It's a uh, (laughs) beef tenderloin in uh, a puff pastry. Uh, so it's kind of like... Um, what is...
0: It says NSB. kind
1: of like Beef Wellington because it's got the pâté, the mushroom duxel, and it's wrapped in a puff pastry if you've ever had Beef Wellington. Why well, does it say NSB
0: puff pastry? You don't have to answer if you don't know.
1: North Shore Bistro. Or oh. North Shore Boulangerie, sorry. North oh. Shore Boulangerie, but it's their puff pastry. Because oh,
0: okay. I know that's kind you of hard know, to I know make, you're right? not
1: great with acronyms. It's all right. No, I'm not. I'm just I'm just kidding. I Anyway, and that's going to be served with asparagus, um, a Choron sauce, and a pan de pie which is spice bread. And that's going to come with a Bordeaux, a Chateau de Parencher, 2014 Bordeaux, Superieur. Gosh, I'm just pulling this out of my ASS right now because I don't even think I'm saying any of this right. But, and then dessert. Oh, dessert. They're going to have combos. They're going to have pear sorbet, pear aylen, and pear clafoutis. That, clafoutis is a uh, kind of a custardy cake. Okay. And there's gonna be a cognac and a wine, a a Peyrat rouge. Yeah. That, this actually looks like a pretty good menu. A okay. very French one. That's pretty exciting. I, this place's like been this. around for a while or Yes, it okay. is. It is and it's really only open for um, breakfast and lunch. Okay. I think.
0: So they, they normally don't do dinners. No. Well that's it for this week's edition of This Bites. Uh, if you wanna hear more information about all the stuff we discuss, you can check out the links and details and listen to the whole entire podcast. At RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. This Bites produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License lab with support from Society Insurance. And of course your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere. And listen to podcasts as always. Stay hungry. And keep the malort cold.